What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex and Self podcast, a place where you can learn a little bit about sex and hopefully a lot about yourself. I'm your host, Felicia, and today we have another solo episode sponsored by Durex. This episode, we're going to be talking about sex and pleasure. Many people don't focus on speaking about pleasure when talking about sex. Some people think it's implied, but really, that's not the case for many. If we're not taught about sex, how are we supposed to seek pleasure from sexual experiences? And since porn is many people's first encounter with what sex is, quote unquote, supposed to be or supposed to look like, porn isn't really a great source for sex education. So let's get into the nuances for the newcomers. Number one, porn is fake. They're performers and they're acting. And number two, porn is really heterosexual. And for people who don't know what that means, that means it's very straight. Um, It's typically made for men by men. Um, And historically, porn has come with a slew of like ethical questions, like are people consenting properly? Um, Are people getting paid? Are actors over the age of 18? So historically, porn is not really the most educational resource for folks. A lot of people understand their first encounters with sexual activities um, to be awkward and strange and uncomfortable, but I'm here to tell you that that doesn't have to be the case. In today's episode, I'm gonna talk about pleasure-focused sex uh, and basically how to get there, no pun intended, and how to advocate for yourself with your partners, because your partner may not come with all the education that you do. Um, And you guys might be on different pages. So let's begin. Where do we start? My favorite thing to start with is masturbation. This is my favorite topic to discuss when we're talking about pleasure-focused sex ed. So I always like to begin the conversation with masturbation because if you don't know what your own body likes, How will your partner know what your body likes? This is why communication and experimentation is key, especially at the beginning. Every bodies are different. Everyone has different things that turn them on and turn them off. So focusing on your own body is going to be the key in this experiment. So many people don't really talk about erogenous zones, but that kind of ties into seeking sexual pleasure and masturbation. So like a lot of people's understanding of masturbation is just touching the genitals. But for people who don't know what erogenous zones are, erogenous zones are part of the body that excite sexual feeling when touched or stimulated. This can be like your breasts, your lips, your buttocks, your shoulders, your neck. Um, And it's beyond just like genital stimulation, which is kind of the point that I'm trying to get here. So Try touching yourself in different places. You might understand and know exactly what your genitals like, but you might not know exactly what your ears like or your nipples or your abdomen if you're not super ticklish like me. But see what feels good by yourself before you get someone else involved. And then when you have a partner, you can make it a game. But I think this is something that you should explore privately if you have the urges to. And you can also you know, grab some toys. Durex has an amazing intense bullet for your erogenous zones. It's like super compact, super quiet. So you can do it in the privacy of, you know, your own home. Um, It's also great to integrate toys into the bedroom. And I feel like people still are not super on board with this. And I don't know why, but having pleasurable sex with sex toys 
makes the activity so much more fun and like it's like such an enhancer and I feel like we don't talk about that enough another thing that is commonly under discussed is lubricant and I love lube I think lube should be integral to everyone's sex life regardless of their partners regardless of their genitals regardless of basically everything Many people think that if you use lube, you're old and you're dried up and you're, that's not the case at all. Lube can make the experience so much more enjoyable and it's actually, it actually reduces friction when you're having sex, regardless of your partner. So it can lessen the discomfort during sex. And just because there's discomfort during sex, as long as folks are consenting to it, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you, you know? Certain folks don't self-lubricate as much as others, and that's very okay. So now that you have at least two incentives to get lube, um, it's easily accessible at the pharmacy. And trust me when I say it can make your experience 10 times more enjoyable, especially if you and your partner are nervous. You know, that type of anxiety will reduce um, self-lubrication, and that's okay. But with these examples, if you don't have lube already, make sure you go and grab some from Durex ASAP. Super affordable, it's super accessible, and it's just gonna make the whole experience so much better for you and for your partner. So with all this knowledge, now we have to talk about how to advocate for yourself. You've done the work, but you need to communicate this to your partner. Well, I would first tell you to share this little podcast with them because maybe that'll give them some insight. But I think it's important to understand that everybody is different. Everybody is different. And there's no universal way to kind of communicate correctly. So what's important when you go forward with your partner is to have the utmost respect for them and be be prepared for constructive feedback. I'm going to go through three options on how to better advocate for yourself in and outside the bedroom and some tools on how to communicate this to your partner. So If you listen to my podcast on virginity, I think that you cannot communicate your desires without respecting your partner. Um, And if you can't respect your partner wholeheartedly, I don't think you're ready for sex. So if that's implied and your partner has consented to whatever acts you're interested in pursuing, tips and tricks. If your partner's doing something that's painful or uncomfortable, stop immediately. You don't want to do anything that's causing pain, and neither does your partner. But if you're feeling uncomfortable and you're worried about killing the mood, try something like, you know what I like more? Proceed by like saying whatever, whatever you're interested in. This way it keeps the flow of the connection and the acts kind of moving and forward, but you're not criticizing your partner like mid-sex. Um, Then outside the bedroom, make sure that you're willing to talk to them about what was uncomfy uncomfy about that encounter and explain to them that maybe that act or whatever that might have been is not for you or for your body. I think it's really important that whatever's going on inside the bedroom or, you know, the car or the basement couch should be discussed outside of the bedroom as well. So let's talk about it. You can use some of these key phrases in order to support your sex life. Some ways to talk about sex with your partner without offending them or upsetting them are, I really like how you do X, Y, and Z, but sometimes when you rub X, that doesn't feel super great. Or 
But when you massage my head like that, I really enjoy it. This kind of gives your partner that reassurance of, I really enjoyed these experiences with you, but I would like to improve X experience with you. So you can be the best communicator in the entire world. But unfortunately, we can't talk about sex without discussing sexual assault. And it's critical for anyone of any age to understand that boundaries and consent often get crossed. Sex should be a really pleasurable thing. And what's important in understanding how to communicate to your partner is to not only express the good things, but to really, really stand true and stay strong to the bad things. And the minute you feel the smallest ick or discomfort or a boundary is being crossed, that's the moment that you have to say no. Um, And that's really, really hard. We're not taught uh, how to do that and how to feel comfortable and confident doing that. But this is why it's so important for people to understand that sex is supposed to feel good. Because as a society, we keep talking about how sex is dirty and awkward and uncomfortable, and people are still going to have sex with these notions in their head. And so setting this precedent, they are more vulnerable to be in more coercive situations and experiences because they might not even know that sex is supposed to be an amazing, pleasurable, powerful thing. Um, And this is what puts people in very, very vulnerable situations. Now, back to my rules about understanding consent and respect. If your partner does not get that, it's time to go. And if you yourself can't understand that, then you're not ready to be a sexual relationship. You do not need to have sex with that person. You are not a learning curve for somebody. You are a human being that deserves respect and to be cared for, regardless of status or experience or sexuality and gender. And while a lot of this is much easier said than done, if you're in a situation where you cannot leave um, and the stats are very, very high in Canada, um, I want to let y'all know that endingviolencecanada.org has a bunch of resources and hotlines that you can call. Um, So those resources are, are available to you online. Um, and you can find it in our podcast bio. So while this is a little bit of a, of a tougher note, I want to reassure listeners that, you know, if they see themselves in this situation, that they are not alone and it is not their fault. There are millions of people assaulted every year. And this is why I do the work that I do because Regardless of sex, gender, build, race, orientation, ability, and so much more, anybody can be a victim of sexual. But this is why I do the work that I do. I want y'all to really feel comfortable in advocating for yourself and advocating for your partners and communicating with them. And I really want young people to feel confident in their journey with themselves and their sexualities. So thank you so much for listening to the Sex and Self podcast. Thank you so much to Durex for sponsoring. Make sure to like and subscribe to the Sex and Self podcast for more episodes like this. And make sure to let me know on Instagram what kind of solo episodes you like to hear. Uh, I think they're really fun to record. And so I'm really hoping to do a few more over the, the next couple months. Alrighty, thanks for listening.